Hey guys, fun fact about this episode, uh, partway through it, Chad's camera stopped working. I know, you didn't expect us to actually launch a video show without screwing it up, so you were right, we screwed this one up. But uh, we had so much fun recording in person recently that we are making a plan to start doing that. So not only are they going to be video episodes every week, they're also going to be in-person episodes in-person video episodes every week starting at the end of the summer um so sorry about this week we'll have video next week enjoy the show Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thanks for coming back. Are you watching? Are you listening? It's up to you now. It really is. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Good afternoon, Chad. We're recording in the afternoon time, which is different for us. That's right. I, I have to I put a darkening curtain up over my office window, mm-hmm. so we have the same aesthetic, both yes. of us. And I feel like I'm trapped in a fucking prison. The sexy blue neon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. prison. Good word. Get, you know what that is? You know what that is? Doesn't matter. That's the Gergamu belt. Doesn't That's matter the what Gergamu that belt. is. It doesn't matter. That's a guitar I never play. At all. Okay. How are you? It's interesting that you use the word prison because before we started this show, I was at the Travis Tritt Kroger, the one by my house. Yeah, yeah. The, I, yeah. the one yes. with all the mullets. And... I, there is a guy that works in the meat counter back there who is, he is, I don't know if he leads the league in conspiracy theories, but he's, oh, oh, he's deep. And I'm, you know me, (laughs) I, some people, when they get in a conversation that sucks, they try to get up. If you're in public and you strike up a random conversation and then you realize, oh no, this woman's about to talk about beagles for 13 minutes. Yeah. Like when you, when you ask someone, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. And they turn their shoulders to give you an actual answer. It's like, oh my God, what did I do? Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I lean into those. I, I assume I will be one of those old men in a small town who has his routine, 9.30 a.m., I'm exhausting people at the coffee shop. 10.45 a.m., I'm exhausting people at the YMCA. I don't even work out. I'm just there to talk to the counter people. Noon, Uh I'm back exhausting people at the coffee shop. 2.30 p.m., I'm exhausting my neighbor because I know that's when my neighbor gets home from work and he's got to get through me to get to his driveway. I'll be there. I'd love to talk to him. Six o'clock p.m. The sidewalk is public domain, dude. The sidewalk is public domain. Six o'clock p.m. Back at the coffee shop, right? New yeah. shift of people to exhaust. I'll have my pattern and I will run it. Uh, so I I lean into people. I want to I wanna get into it. This guy, I don't know how it started. It was like a year ago, but I was buying steaks and I said something, and I don't, he just was like, oh, did they didn't kill, like, he just lost his mind somehow. <laughs> you, you know, one of those people yeah. who you could go, it's a really nice day out, and then all of a sudden they connect that to cars, because the only thing they could talk about is cars. Sure. So uh, he is, he's pretty deep, and so I'm always, I'll watch something on YouTube, and I'll bring it to him when I'm getting my meats, and I'll just throw it at him, and just, let's watch him spin, baby. 
Uh, it's a good time. Oh my God. It's a good time. I can't do that because there are times where I'll go to a deli or a meat section or whatever, the butcher's block, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll ask him a question and then just a normal question. And it takes them way too long to slice the meat or scoop whatever I'm asking for. So the fact that you brought a conspiracy theory to this dude and expect, did you expect to get your meat or were you just in it for the game? I need things to do during the day. So when it's time to get meat, what I do is as I'm arriving, I go, what am I going to say to this guy to listen to him talk about the craziest shit in the world for three to six minutes? I generally hope for three. That's a great set. He pushes to six. It feels a little long. But yeah, I walk into the Kroger's knowing I can't I, believe you. I have time to spend. What am I? It's great. It's really, really good. Did you almost say, what am I going to do? Uh, I don't know. Charge your AirPods for the podcast? That seems hey. fucking unnecessary. Side note, uh, there is, and I'm not going to say, because I, I grew up in multiple different towns. Well, not multiple, two. And I don't need to- Army brat. I'd, army brat. <laughs> I don't need to army brat in the dildo army. <laughs> Just yeah. the, <laughs> I don't need to put anyone specific on blast. But do you know how unlikable you have to be to work at the meat counter in a small town and have everybody dislike you? I There is that. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you finished it with dislike you because I do know a lot of people in Fergus Falls. Meat counter, butchers, love them. Could talk to awesome. them all day. But the, that, yeah. But the fact that if people don't like you, that's a, yeah. That's, that's a, a tough story. This guy's spewing conspiracy theories and I can't get enough of it. Yeah. The whole, there was nothing here. The whole point was today, his speech, I would title it money is a prison. And okay. And I don't necessarily agree with his thesis, which is once you get it, it makes you its prisoner. I, I, I tend to find that no money is a prison, but man, he was on one today. He was really going. I don't know, man. No money. You're out and about. You're living outside. Your your front yard is a river. You didn't pay for it, right? <laughs> you're just that's where you're sleeping tonight. And if you if you have money in order to keep all the shit that you're buying, right? You let's say you move from like a small town to a city and you get a, a townhome that has too many floors. And all of a sudden you're buying a bunch of shit to fill that. And all you're doing is going back and grabbing the shit from your old house and bringing that to storage. And you should just bring it down here. But instead, you're just going to work so you can fill more fucking rooms. Yeah, man, I get it, dude. <laughs> Sign me up for the meat counter. Because me and this guy, we're going to go toe-to-toe on some shit. The, uh, yeah, maybe you're right. I can recall the times that I've opened a medical bill and seen the number $16,000 at the bottom of it and thought, man, I am so lucky I am not imprisoned by the ability <laughs> to handle this debt uh, immediately. You've, you've had no money, right? I've had zero, almost zero money, yeah. You've had zero, almost zero money, and now you have, I mean, you're not the richest guy on the block, but you're comfortable, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable. Sure, you're com- that's a that's a good way to put you're it. You're comfortable. I mean, you gotta like comfortable more than uh, spaghetti out of a frisbee. I'm gonna tell you something. First of all, it wasn't out of a frisbee. <laughs> what we would do is we would take a uh, 
like one of those plastic tablecloths mm -hmm. and we would put it over the table and then we would just dump the spaghetti down and pour the sauce over it and we'd all like have a, a trough like a trough absolutely. like a human absolutely. trough <laughs> absolutely yeah you think they have those in prison human centipedes not human troughs <laughs> that's yeah that's anyway that's I will tell you this, there are days where I am working and re and returning emails and doing all this shit and I would much rather be busting the cap off of my giant Budweiser bottle bank, pouring it out and counting the quarters to see what I could do that day. There are times where I would like that. Those are good days. Those are the how much do I have enough change to do the thing that I want to do that my family thinks I shouldn't be doing with the last of my money, which I happen exactly. to have in change. It's like, no money leaves you with very, very um, specific choices, right? Mm -hmm. Am I going to the movie today or am I going skateboarding because that's free? I mean, it really is, I gotta tell you something. I feel like I already work at a meat counter. <laughs> my blood, I'm not boiling, I'm not mad, but I'm fucking jacked up about this. Well, you can meet him next time you're down here. That's where we'll get the steaks. I can meet him. I get it. Hey, <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm go I'm leaving. So I fucking hated that. I'm out. I'm out. Well, I know. I know. I have to tell you what happened to me. So <clears throat> I am on a plane and it is, I'm going to guess 449. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm I have boarded a plane. It is, the door is not shut yet. My son calls me and he says, hey man, have you been making your car payments? And I go, yeah, I'm on auto pay. And he goes, are you sure? And I go, yeah, I signed up for auto pay. And then he says, interesting, because there was just a man at your house, because he's renting my house. Yep. So he goes, there was just a man at your house to, to come to repo your car. Dude, this is insane. You want to talk about no money comfortable? This is unbelievable. Where's so, he? Where's he at? What'd he do? <laughs> What'd Steve do? <laughs> so it's 449 when I get this call and I'm freaking out. So I go online and I'm trying to figure out, I go on GM Financial and I'm, I'm looking at my account and I am 72 days late. I oh, owe boy. over $2,000 to this thing. And I'm like, how much what is, your is going payment? on? 70, is 72 it, days, two months? Well, that's not how late fees work. Keep going. It's fine. Anyways, I owe that much money. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to pay this. So I'm looking for a payment button. There isn't one. So I now the door is shut. I cannot call GM Financial. So I am on like the message board or whatever. They finally get back to me and they go, they're like, hey, how can I help you? And I said, well, I need to pay this thing, but I don't see a payment button. And they said, yeah, your account is locked. And I'm like, okay, by the way, it's 449 on a Friday. And so I go, Whew. okay, my account is locked. And so how do I pay for this? And they go, you have to call someone. I go, I'm on an airplane. I can't call anyone right now. And they go, well, you have to. And I go, you're going to be closed by the time I get off the airplane. Can you really not help me? And they said, no. So now I have to wait until Monday morning. So I am lying in bed, twiddling my fingers, wondering, 
there's a man looking for me. Mm -hmm. There is a man trying to find my whereabouts and my vehicle. Repo man. So I, I am not liking this at all. I get home is your, Sunday night. Is your night. car with you at the airport? My car is not with me at the airport. I Ubered, which is pretty nice. Uh, you know what? Hot chat in the city. I like it. Yep. I like it here. I like being able to take an Uber to the airport. Now, here's the thing. My car is parked in a parking garage a ways away from like where I live. Mm -hmm. And so Sunday night I get home. I set four alarms. I set four alarms for when it – so it they open 8 a.m. Eastern time. And so I set an alarm for 6.50, 6.51, 6.52, and 6.53. I am not missing this alarm. So I get up. Do alarms even finish I, in the first minute? I don't care. I need it to run nonstop. Got it. Because sometimes, sometimes what happens to my alarm, it goes for a while because it's uh, wham, wake me up before you go-go. Awesome. And so – then, but then it, after the first verse, it really gets quiet. It's like someone went in and says, George Michael, be quiet. And then he's like, oh, sorry. And then it's nothing. Sure. And so 650, 651, 652, 653, I get up, I'm ready at 7 a.m. Oh, first of all, I have to bring Poe outside, right? Mm -hmm. As soon as I open the door, there is a fucking truck parked right outside Ooh. my door with a man in it Oof. he's in it and so i go oh shit this is the repo guy so i lock the door and i bring po outside and i bring him around the corner now there is a flatbed truck used for that's right shipping vehicles repo. back to the repo site mm -hmm. there's also in the parking garage it says clearance seven feet you know how it says that sometimes mm -hmm. Where letting you know that your truck can fit through. Yeah. That's busted. That is broken and hanging down. And I go, I bet you a tow truck did that shit because they're higher than seven feet. And couldn't make it. So, oh my God, I'm freaking out. So I go in and I'm telling you, this I felt like such dog shit because it brought me right back to when the phone would ring at my house and I'd pick it up. And then because I think it was my friend. And then it was like someone from my dad and he'd go like this. He'd be like, I'm not home. Tell him I'm not home. It just felt so slimy. Ugh. I sneak in through my garage. I go through the back way because I don't want to see this guy out front. I don't want him to know I'm there. I'm seriously losing my shit, man. And so I called, I called GM Financial right away at 7. And I'm like, hey, here's the deal. I need to pay for this thing. You guys have a repo man out searching for me i don't like this feeling i'm like I, you can ask the co-host of my podcast i'm comfortable <laughs> i have enough money to pay for this and so i'm like sh shitting my pants right i mean yeah. i'm like, just i just had an article come out in the minneapolis tribune and the guy told people how much money i made and now it's like they're gonna read that and then also read the repo files and mm -hmm. be like how the fuck did he mess that up and so I call and they go, Mr. Daniels, are you in possession of your vehicle right now? And I was like, I don't know. Are you tracking me? Are you are you sending a signal to the man outside my house? Dude, I hated this feeling on such a level. So I go out. I open the door. Dude is still there on his phone, looks at me, sets his phone down. I shut my door, lock the door. I'm telling you, it was not a great feeling. Sure. I have hard nipples 
almost continuously through my life, uh-huh. soft nipples. That's what this was doing to my oof. soft nipples. If they, it would have been a nice time to wear a white t-shirt on stage because it would have been the one Your time you wouldn't chance. be able to see me yeah. going full fucking Jennifer Aniston. Okay, so now I have to sneak out the back again and then I walk a couple blocks to the parking garage and I go upstairs, my car is there. So now I'm talking to this lady still and I go, I am in possession of my car. And she goes, okay, well, let's do the payment. And I said, first of all, I need you to call off the repo man. And she's like, I actually can't. It takes 24 hours. And I go, well, I can't. So you have to pay her and then hide from a repo man for a day like a movie? Yes. Yes. Let's write I the have movie. To go fucking, I have to go hide out at a motel somewhere, a no-tell motel, and just like cover my car with tree branches and shit. So I'm up there and I go, hey, I don't want to pay you Mm $2,500 and then have someone take my car. Yeah, absolutely. That seems like, and she goes, she goes, well, that's the worst case scenario. I go, lady, you don't know me. That's happening. I bet you I'm going to mouth off to the repo man and he will murder me with his fingerless leather gloves and his goddamn long dog, the bounty hair, you know, the bounty hunter haircut. Was he gnarly looking? I go, yeah, I mean, he was like, he looked, he looked like a bounty hunter, even though it's like, I'm not, I didn't skip out on bail. No. I just haven't paid for my car in 72 days somehow. Yeah, repo guy's got a fight. And by the way, here's what happened. So I, I go, I call in and I go, hey, this is the second time that I've tried to sign up for auto pay. And it tells me, congratulations, thank you for signing up for auto pay. And then, uh. And she said, well, when did you, when do you do it? And I go, I make my payment and then I sign up. And she goes, oh, you have to give 48 hours for your balance to clear before you can sign up. So one of the bad things about our website is that it says, congratulations, you've signed up for auto pay. But if you haven't let your balance clear, it doesn't let you get to the final page that says, you're done. You're confirmed. You are officially. So it's almost like a. That's their fault. I know. I know. And so I said, if you're taking comments on my on my account, you should put in that congratulations, you've signed up for auto pay is not a good thing if you're not signed up for auto pay. Right? This is the second time that happened. I should have probably known something was up. Doesn't matter. So I'm talking about this stuff and she goes, um, we can do our best. I'll submit this payment right away, but it is 24 hours. And so I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to do this? I call Isaac and he goes, the guy left his card. And I'm like, oh my God. So dude, I go, I walk the two blocks. I go across the street. I like, I'm shimmying on buildings like a goddamn psycho. (laughs) I'm walking through alleys in my own neighborhood. It's wild. Sure. And I'm like, I peek around the corner and I call the number on the card and I'm, and I make sure, and the guy answers and I look over and the guy's not on his phone. So I'm like, okay. And I go, Hey man, this is Chad Daniels. And I'm sure that you get these excuses all the time, but I just want to let you know, my car is fully paid, but they told me it was going to take 24 hours for the payment to go through fully. And I was wondering if there was any way 
that you could not come get my car in the next 24 hours. I go, they sent me an email with a confirmation number. Mm -hmm. I can, I can text you that email if you want, uh, like a screenshot. And then, um, he's laughing and I go, are you laughing? Cause there's a man right outside my house waiting to get my car. And he goes, no, I'm laughing. Cause I only do this on Fridays. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ. I, ha I have fucking brick debris <laughs> on my back of my t-shirt from shimmying close to buildings. And I have been thinking the whole time the man outside is to, there to get my car. Sure. And then the guy's like, no, 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 man. I have a normal job. I just kind of pick up cars on Fridays when, uh, when I can, when I have time. <laughs> I'm like, are you shitting me? So I go, there's no one here to get my car. And he goes, no, it's just me on the business. I'm like, God damn, dude, put that on your card. <laughs> You got to put, you got to put on your card. I only repo on Fridays because this has like been a stressful two hours. How I can't, did you, I, did you go ask that guy what he was doing? I mean, at that point I just need some closure. Like, what are you doing here, man? There's construction down the block. Sure. And he, he's like a foreman, which, you know, foreman your lips around my dick is how they got that name. So it's like, they don't do anything. They're just sitting in their truck playing candy crush while nine guys sit around a hole and one guy's fake digging. I mean, it sucks. It never gets done and he's in his car. Because if, if you get if you get your car repoed, you obviously can get it back, but then you have to pay all the charges. It just becomes not only this time suck, but a gigantic monetary debacle, right? Well, I will also tell you, I've had a car repoed before. Really? And it was not great. I was, yeah. Living in California before stand-up, I just went out there to try. And the guy tracked me down. He was really cool, though, because he goes, he goes, can I see your hands? He felt more like a bounty hunter because it was in California. Mm -hmm. He's like, can I see your hands? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, do you have a weapon on you? I was like, no. I go, I was just wondering what you were doing in my car. And he goes, I'm here to repo it. I go, yeah, that makes sense. Took you guys a while. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have any money to yeah, pay anything. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> I was just waiting for them to come get the car. And... uh Oh God, I got another funny story about that when I moved out there. But, um, and he's like, Hey, do you want the boogie boards and stuff? You can keep everything in here as long as you give me your keys to make this easier. I'm like, all right, oh, wow. I'll trade you the key. I mean, there's no, there's no way I'm going to be able to pay the back payments on this car. So I was basically just going full Steve Daniels, six months of not paying, <laughs> hiding my car in a cul-de-sac. And, uh, but when I got out there with that car, I got to tell you this. So I'm driving. Wait, here's just a question. A from, At any point, do you yeah. get consider? Is it be, does it become theft? Like if you let's say you you have to make payments on a car in Minnesota, and you stop right. making payments, you move to California, you hide like you successfully hide while there. But I wasn't hiding. Just so you know, I wasn't hiding, and I didn't know they were trying to repo my car. So, but let's say you do. I just wasn't paying. For let's it. say you okay. are, and you do. You are hiding and you do know that is it is at any point does it become theft? I don't know if it would be theft. It might be considered um like if the bank claims it as they're the new owners and maybe then, but I would think it would be like obstruction of justice or something. Sure. I guess I I don't really know the the charges because I just gave the guy my keys because I you know I mean, 21-year-old kid out of Minnesota, northern Minnesota, sure. right? I mean, so I'm driving late at night because I just had to get, I was staying with this, they were super duper nice family, mm -hmm. but sometimes it was just a lot because it was their family and then me. And so I just went out for a drive 
And this lady was like waved me down in a crosswalk. And so I pull over and I'm like, hey, can I help you? And she goes, oh my gosh, can you please bring me to the gas station? I'm like, yeah, hop in, right? I don't know anything about anything. And she looks nice enough and she gets in the car and she's like, uh, so are you single or, and I'm like, um, yeah, single, but, but you know, just, just out here, just kind of enjoying my time and just, you know, whatever. And she goes, uh, she goes, well, would you like to date me? And I go, no, I don't think, I mean, you just, you just got in my car. I don't think we should probably start dating. And then finally she, I drop her off at the gas station. She goes, I'm a prostitute. Do you want to pay me for sex? And I was like, Oh, I don't know any of this stuff. I'm sorry. Where I'm from, if someone needs help, we give it to them without being taken advantage of. I'm so sorry. What? And she was so pissed off. It's like, I just picked you up from a crosswalk that was no one else was around. It's not like I was, not like I How took you dressed? from other business. In like a sundress, very normal. It wasn't like a, like the normel, right? It wasn't like Yeah, she didn't have a heels. glitter skirt. It wasn't high heels and like a skirt that shows your butthole when you bend over <laughs> at the car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in all the, in all the hot 90s movies. Yeah, sure. Hot 90s. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, so I got that car repoed. So I was really... Plus, you know, listen, if I have daddy issues, they are this. If? I don't want to be him, right? I don't want to have a car repossessed. I don't want to have to borrow money from people. I don't want to have to run from the police, the feds, because I've written bad checks. I don't like that feeling. I never liked it when I was a kid and had to be like, nope, he's not here staring at him. I never liked those feelings. And so ha- thinking there is a man outside my front door to repo my car, dude, Nightmare. it gave me, yeah. And you should have seen me when I, when I came outside of the building. So like, right, the building that I'm hiding behind when I call the guy is casting a shadow on me. It's a little bit colder. And when I found out he wasn't going to get my car because he only repos on Fridays, again, put it on your card. I was marching down the street. It was unbelievable. In the sunshine, I felt so good. It was one of those things, you know when you laugh at a funeral? Mm -hmm. You've just been like sucking in your tears and your sadness. And then somebody makes the dumbest joke and you laugh so ridiculously loud. That's what it felt like. It was just a release of all this fear and negative emotions. God damn, I'm going to tell you something. I've never done Coke or anything that does that to you, like heroin, mm-hmm. but I have what to think it's pretty similar. I think it's pretty similar heroin when you fucking put it in your vein for the first time. I bet it's just like finding out that you can afford your car and no one's coming to get it. I bet it does feel like that. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. You're, it is, you're interesting. It is, it, it, it's interesting. You're right. You do I'm have also da- interesting. You do have daddy issues, but they're pretty healthy. Sure they're do. pretty healthy daddy issues because I think most people, I would have walked outside on the phone and been like, 
Hey, are you the guy to get my car? I'm on the phone with her. Just hold on a second. And if he'd have been like, where's your car? I'd have gone, I don't know. I'm going to go back inside. But that like, that childhood trauma has you shimmying down flagpoles, ninjaing around downtown Minneapolis. So, you know, out of, out of fear, that's pretty, that's pretty fascinating. Yeah, no, it, it got me. I know I'm sure there's a couple more that people that I've been in relationships with would, you know, probably. You think maybe a couple, Eh, maybe, maybe just a few. It's fine. It doesn't matter. You don't. Do you think that your desire, because one thing you have, like a big thing with you, and this is one of the things I love about you, is you're a big expectations guy. Like, sure. And I, yeah. that's we're very similar that way. If we speak expectations and there are expectations that are understood and then you don't meet those expectations without a reasonable discussion or, uh, you know, you know, reasonable reasoning, that's sure that feels like being stabbed in the soul. Do you think that has to do with your papa bear being a guy who never gave structure and 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 lived up to what you probably mm. didn't even know were expectations but just as a ki- I think as a kid you never think about it you never process it but you just it's just understood that this person is supposed to be more impressive than me and protect me and do shit right. That's kind of, they're sure. they're taller than sure. you. You think they've done stuff that you haven't done. They should be good at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, um, I don't know about the expectations thing. I think that I hold myself to a fairly high standard, you know, for the most part in my life. There might be some listeners that go, oh, do you, motherfucker? But I think for the most part in my life, I hold myself to a high standard. And then... Because of that, like if if I hold myself to a high standard between you and I, Mm -hmm. I also hold you to not as high of a standard, but, you know, a relatively high standard. I don't expect you to, you know, fucking spread rumors about me or do any of this stuff. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, you're not and, and you're not one of the one of the only two people on planet Earth that were supposed to love me unconditionally and t- took off. I mean, it's fine. It's everything's I think everything's great. <laughs> the it I I have that expectations thing and I don't know, you know, cuz my dad is he's still around, man. He's still he tried to come down here yeah. this year. I'm not trying to brag on you, but he was like trying to yeah. make a trip down here recently in a car that I oh, sweet. that I think he owns outright. So, but it's it it ha- it probably does tie back to that. Even even like you said, you holding yourself to a high standard is probably, you know, the reason I hold myself to a high standard is I think we've talked about this, but I think my dad thought I was going to be a genius because I knew a bunch of Oh my god. I know. Bruce. What a bummer, right? Swing and a miss, buddy. I know. Oh, I know. He wow. had me doing I could do a lot of stuff when I was really little. I, like I said, we've talked about this. I could I could do really intricate math at like three years old. I could water ski at three. I had a really crazy memory. Uh, I had all these parlor tricks that from the outside, you're like, that kid's going somewhere. And it turns out that somewhere is his wife's office in Cincinnati to record a mid-level podcast. Uh, (laughs) We say, sup, dude. I bet your dad's heart broke. The first time he heard you, we say, sup, dude, 
I mean, he was like, he used to do math. Just like looking around his butt at his buddies. I think I know the moment that my dad maybe saw that I wasn't going to be a genius and tried to push me back the other way. Because we didn't. Sure. I think he got pretty lucky with uh, his kids where we were all, we did fine in school without a ton of effort. I don't remember anyone ever helping me with homework. I'm sure they did, but it wasn't, you know, sometimes I have friends who it's, it's some kids, it's really, they learn different. It's a struggle. I got to tell you something. So one time I had my homework done and then it was erased and my dad did it. He changed the answers and got more wrong than I did. <laughs> and my dad, I'm going to tell you something smart dude. Everyone that ever knew him was like, this guy is so smart. I mean, listen, with a fake identity, he moved to Las Vegas and became the um, like the promotional, the main promotional person at a large casino where you get, you know, if you gamble so much, you get free trips or whatever. He became that guy at a major casino. And with he lied on his resume saying that he had gone to all these schools and everything. I mean, he's a very smart guy, just used it for all of the wrong things. And then he came home drunk one night and I could tell it was in his handwriting. I'm like, well, he must have seen that I got it wrong. And then I got my paperback. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? 60% <laughs> hit the bricks. Whew. You probably then don't, because I, I think it would be awesome to, if, if you could enter a fantasy realm where you could try something with no consequences, right? Like yeah. go into an alternate, like anal. I, I want to try to be a grifter. Like it would be, uh, to me, it would be so fun to try to be a scam artist for a little while just to see sure. if I'm not, if I'm not, if, you know, I wouldn't want to hurt people. I just want to know if I'm good enough to pull it off. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Can I scam yeah. my way through something? Do you have that? Or does the idea of scamming your way through something trigger all this uh, Steve trauma? I don't like it. You don't like it? Yeah. No, it's it's not even Steve trauma. It's like, right? I mean, we've talked about that I stopped lying a, a long time ago. Multi-layered trauma. I, I yeah, I just don't want any part of that. I mean, you know, when I'm talking to Kelsey and I'm just joking around and I'll say something that isn't true, it is within 15 seconds that if she if she doesn't ask me are you serious and i go no i'm just kidding it's 15 seconds until i say it just like okay just so you know that's not real i can't i fucking hate it so much i just i just don't like it i don't want any part of it this is i this is not something i think but i it's a question that is worth asking do you think the extreme honesty is an overcorrection um, maybe, but I don't care. Because <laughs> it makes you feel good? Uh, it makes me feel good and it's just so much easier. Yeah. Not having to remember a lie is like, that took up so much of my bandwidth. Mm -hmm. in, I call it my like previous life. Mm -hmm. It took up so much of my bandwidth that it's, it's, it wasn't fun. And that's coming from a guy who right? loves like, puzzles. You like stacking things on top yeah. of each other. So that, I mean, so that it must and have I'm really been some, stressful. I'm going to tell you something else. That is when my brain was working over it. That's when I took that fucking Mensa test yeah. and got in. I bet you if I took it right now, I'd get a four. Yeah, you're out. They're going to take your card. I would get card. a four. 
oh my God, they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Did someone else take this for you last time? I mean, it would be so brutal. And it's because I don't care if I'm getting dumber. It's so much easier. It's way better. Yeah. The point is, I think I give myself high expectations because I've seen someone not have those for themselves and what it does to everyone around them. And I think it sucks. Have you seen air to switching the subject? Cause we, we that's enough. Oh, that's enough no. seriousness. Have you seen air? I know. I know. I have not seen air. So for anybody who hasn't, Oh my gosh. Have you seen now? My brain is just, have you seen jury duty? Yeah. Yeah. Olivia and I watched that. Holy shit. It's so funny, man. I, if you have not, I won't, no spoiler alerts here. Jury duty on Amazon Prime. The premise is that they threw an entire fake trial in Los Angeles yeah. where everybody, yeah. including Kirk Fox and the great James Martison, who was, James Martison was playing himself, but yeah. everybody was an actor. Is it Marsden? James Marsden. Marsden or Marsden? Whatever it is, I he's hot as shit. That guy... He's very good looking. Guys might, he might be too hot to be a movie star. I know... Here's the thing with, with James Marsden. He... Mm -hmm. You know, like Brad Pitt is hot and George Clooney is hot, but they have... There's also like... It's not... It is traditional hotness, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? They don't look... James sure. Mar... Whatever his name is, looks like the Statue of David. He he looks so exact computer human man come to life that you're like, what the fuck is this? Well, let me tell you, when I watched that show, I Googled his age and then yelled, fuck you <laughs> out into the room just to let you know what happened. He's and he's he's so funny. He's so funny. You're that hot yeah. and you're that funny, dude. And he's been funny in so many other things. What do you got like a huge dick too? Fucking stop it. Why? <laughs> What's the point? You play guitar. He can sing a little bit. It's got a band. Dude, he's no. outrageous. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a good show. But what happened with Air? Well, I was just going to tell you, you should watch it. It's really, it's really interesting. It's about the first, it's the, it's how the Michael Jordan's first shoe contract came to, came to fruition it's the story of nike was a nobody company and now right. they're the king of the world and this deal it, the really the really interesting part about it is and this is going this is going back from what we were talking about at the beginning of the show about uh money is a prison um so jordan and his mom but viola davis viola davis plays jordan's yeah. mom the she is she's she's the female james mardson times 10 and so beautiful so so beautiful so talented so beautiful and talented uh loved one of uh, liked one of my clips listen dl who we shared it she, she liked the clips no big deal so she and michael asked for no one had ever done that. They were the first athlete to say, I want revenue share of all products with my name on it. You know, that's the end of sure. the movie. That's what they get. And I didn't, you know, even though I love sports and basketball and, and Jordan and the whole thing, I never really knew the depths of that agreement. So in the in the 80s, they made a deal for Michael Jordan that he got 10% of all that stuff. And today the Jordan company brings in $4 billion annually. So yeah. just on his gear, 
he makes four hundred million dollars. I know. <laughs> you think he's at his house right now? Like, ah, oh, all I see is bars. <laughs> I'm trapped. I'm trapped in a prison of my own shoe money making. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.